Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Grace. Good morning and good morning, everyone. Isn't this exciting? Can you <laughs> believe it's the end of 2021 today? Yeah, pretty cool, huh? Oh, it is great. I lo- and I thought oh, we can't p- uh, miss an opportunity to actually <laughs> talk about the possibilities of 2022. Yeah. We can't let this year end without... Um, you know, just looking at that. So thank you very much um, for joining us today in having this little discussion. And, but, you know, one of the things that um, I'll just say first, I've been sort of beating myself up a bit that I've missed a few weeks where I've had other things going on and I haven't been able to do the podcast. And then Grace reminded me about, oh, Becky, are you in judgment? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so thank you, Grace. That was uh, just such a good question to ask me about. Um, uh, it happens when it happens, which we said we was we were always, always going to follow do. the energy, and you know that's the kindness yeah. when you do something because you have to or should. You know, there's a level of anti-consciousness there and unconsciousness. You know, depending on what you know about it, and why would we choose that? Mm. Yes, but isn't it? I mean, I think that's one of the things I want to talk about today uh-huh. too. Because the, yeah, well, the other thing that you, are, you know, and we've talked about trauma and, you know, how it impacts the body and everything during the year. And and I'll just tell the listeners as well that I had a pelvis and hip issue that I've had seemed to have had for a couple of months. And I was getting quite frustrated about it because, you know, when I look at the metaphysical, that's all about the structure of your life and moving forward. And, and I kept thinking, is there something I'm worried about? Or anyway, so after a, a wonderful conversation with Grace, and I asked her if we could share some of these things that we talked about because it's life changing for me. And I'm sure um, some of you will get something from it. So, Grace, is that okay with you? We're going to start talking about, before we can talk about the possibilities, we actually need to look at, you know, having an empty canvas you can create or clearing the slate or whatever you want to um, call it. So is that okay with you if I... Go for it. um, Excellent. Thanks. Well, the first thing, um, one of the questions that you asked me was about the part, you know, is that a part, is that you or is that a part of you? Um, And I think this is the time of year when those parts (laughs) actually show themselves. Hey, so are you able to share a little bit about that? Um, You know, like what are the things that show up for us that don't work for us? Yeah, look, um, I think any time that you've had any experience, any form of trauma, you're going to have dissociative parts and really parts of just personalities and um, so there's your beautiful being that is shining bright and is totally perfect. It doesn't need self-development or fixing or anything. It's, a, it's like the sunshine that just keeps shining beautifully. And then there's these personality parts that can be um, supportive and, and generating, you know, your gifts, talents and abilities, parts of your personality. And then there's also the trauma parts, the voice of trauma, the dissociative parts. And they only show up when you're triggered. And they tend to hijack and get in the, the driver's seat and cause all sorts of problems, thinking they're doing the right thing and helping you. Um, but they end up separating you from your awareness and, and you contributing and you being received. And, and it's not their intention at all. And um, so things like, you know, holidays or any kind of stress factors, you'll get um, 
I would normally swear, but <laughs> but I call them the cluster F parties. You just get these clusters of personalities that are dissociative, all having a bit of a party, and uh, and you're just you know in the in the back seat or you know out of the car, not able to even pull yourself back and um, regain you know that level of awareness again and connection to your being. So yeah, Christmas, <laughs> you're going to get all of that happening definitely. And I didn't understand this until you said it to me, but it's really when those thoughts, feelings and emotions show up that they're actually the personalities. Yeah. You know, because we start to go into judgment about whether we're a good mother or a whatever. Ex- can, you, can you say some more about that? Exactly, yeah. So, you know, what I realise is that personalities are all the thoughts, feelings and emotions. So they're your resistance, reaction, defending for and against anything you sort of get heated up about or, or just react to in any way is a personality. It's a personality part. And, um, and some of them are wounded. And, you know, um, for example, I've got a very wounded part that doesn't trust people easily. And, um, and so when anything shows up, like I had a beautiful uh, husband and wife offer for me to come over to their home and um, just it was the most beautiful offer and they are truly dolphins in my life they are amazing people and because there was this great love on offer and love not the love that you know gets twisted that true kind of spacious um, you can show up you can be anything you want to be and we adore you you know and and it reminded me of that meme where there's a woman with a dolphin coming up to her and she's swimming in the opposite direction and terrified thinking it's a shark. And so I have this part that hops in the driver's seat when, um, whenever there is that sort of beautiful communion on offer that goes, whoa, no, you know what happened last time when you got, you know. <laughs> so, And it's, it's doing its job. However, if you allow it to keep doing its job by hijacking you, then you're never going to be loved. You're never going to be able to be received, to contribute. And, um, and so it's a really beautiful thing to, if you can look at what are your parts that are dissociative? Where do you tend to get reactive or in resistance? And what if you started to see it as a, a separate part of you? And what I mean by separate is there's your being and then there's your personality. So, of course, you know, it, it's, it's with you. It's part of you. Um, but when you get hijacked by parts, that's when you lose that ability to really truly um, enjoy life and have true cho- true choice. And the way I see it is like um, I've got a German Shepherd dog, Anya, and she she warns me, but it's still my job to listen to the warning. So you know, a beautiful postie comes and she she goes nuts because it's a stranger, right? And so I listen to her going nuts. So think of it as a part. There's this part that's come up to me going, rawr, 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 watch out, oh my God, stranger danger, right? And then I look at that from my sunshine, from my spaciousness of possibilities, and I look at it, I go, oh, it's, it is a stranger. However, it's a postman, and so it's okay. And that's where you need to get to with these dissociative parts. When they start to bark or start to want to hop in the driver's seat, you, go, you say, hang on, step back, I'm the driver here. And I'm listening to you. Thank you for sharing. Because sometimes they do react because there is something you need to pay attention to in your environment. But when the part hijacks, they're not saying pay attention. They're saying this is the case. This person can't be trusted because that's all they know. 
Parts don't have access to possibilities. They don't have access to your smart brain. Parts are like playing or pressing play on a narrative that says if it smells and looks like this, this is what's going to happen. It's mm. always about conclusion with parts. And um, and so, yeah, so the, the job of you <laughs> really, well, I shouldn't say job, but um, what, what to be aware of are your cluster parties, the ones that go hell for leather mm. when, they're, when they're but, but their buttons are pressed. Mm. You know, but that's, that's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because to me it comes back to, hang on, what are we here for? Mm. <laughs> the project manager in there. <laughs> oh, actually, and I'm going to pa- pause you. You've mentioned that a couple yeah. of times. And, and when you say project manager, there's a spaciousness around it. And so that's part of your personality that's generative and creative. That's one you do want to engage with and listen to and, you know, make, make um, choices with, if you like, because that's going to generate and create your life. But you can also have, you know, um, parts of you that are protective and managing. Um, and when I say you, I don't mean you specifically. I mean just those listening, us, um, that is dissociative. And they're the ones that will go, whoa, no, we need to manage this. We need to get this person away from this environment, et cetera. Sorry, sorry to break that, but I just wanted to really show the energy of when you said your part, how beautiful it is and spacious. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Because I do get that, you know, when I, I you know, at this age and like coming to my late 60s, I know the time ahead of me is less than the time behind. So, and I've had a lot of family members and close friends pass away. And I thought, when it's over, it's over. And, you know, is that true? Beach, but, well, <laughs> but yes, yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I guess I'm, yeah, depending on your belief. Yes. Um, um, and for me, it's a different thing because it's like, how do I want to feel when I get to that stage in living as Vicky? And so I, and you're right, my project manager straight away thinks about, Beck, my daughter said, so what's your vision for 2022, mum? And I went, oh, good point. So we started like mind mapping this thing. And I straight away went to, okay, so how do I want to feel? What's it going to look like? And it was such, it, it felt generative. So it didn't feel like what haven't I got or what haven't I done or what haven't who haven't I been it was like right where to from here and so it felt great so thank you you just named and articulated that energy for me around around that well I I love what you just said um because you're saying what would you know what would I like to experience and um create and the the thing that I've realized now is if you don't create your life then your parts will and you know, whoa, and whoa, just, just Grace, let me just stop. <laughs> that is gold. Yeah. Say that again. So I realized just a few months back, if, if I don't create my life from the sunshine, from the being that I be, then my parts are going to create it for me. And when I talk about that, I mean the dissociative parts, the fearful parts, the ones that, you know, want to put a cap on my ability to contribute, the ones that are, you know, getting fearful rather than excited, the ones that are, um, you know, wanting to have that small, safe, secure, supported life that is so dynamically controlled so everything's safe versus actually jumping in and swimming in the field of infinite possibilities and the joyousness and excitement and, you know, just the beauty that is there. 
Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah. And you just mentioned excitement. <laughs> yeah. Um, something else I remember saying to you when I was um, struggling with something at a, at a just a few weeks ago, and I said, I think it's something around fear. And you said, well, is it fear or is it excitement? Yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing as far as your body's concerned. <laughs> so, um, you know. Whoa, what do you mean? Well, how you're physiology how your body reacts to fear and how your body reacts to excitement are exactly the same and you know I when when I first learned about this was um my one of my first uh, relationships you know decent relationships long-term ones um I had had a connection with um the institute of sports and so I got to speak with these amazing coaches that um, coach our olympians and what they said to me is that they realize that the fear and excitement it's usually it's usually misidentified and that it's actually excitement that so that in other words the athletes are excited to run they're excited to participate um but but the body is it's it could easily be seen as fear and so what they do is they um with biofeedback machines especially they train you to realize when i have this this jitteriness this is this let's use this as an en- as an energy to you know get off the starting line or whatever it is you know that you, they did in their sports and to use it as an actual energy source and it's it's actually very generative and excitement um, has that kind of combustion to it whereas when they start to come in initially as athletes there's they have to deal with this fear and as soon as they realize oh no, not fear, excitement. And of course, sometimes when you ask the question, is it fear, you might get a yes. And then that's when you need, you know, the psychology side of, you know, the, the sports um, psychologists, you know, for that side of, side of things. But generally speaking, they say in the high 90s, it's excitement of their sport and excitement of the game and excitement of the crowd and excitement of, you know, being there mm. for their country, etc. Mm. Mm. So that's interesting too because when we talked recently, you mentioned about the parts and the personality and stuff, but you also yeah. said about, um, well, is that your inner critic? Oh, yeah. Now, is, is, that, is that different from yes. the parts? Yes, <laughs> way mm. different. Um, okay, so the when I talk about parts, whether they're disassoci- dissociative or parts that are um, generative and creative like your gifts, talents and abilities, they're they're you they're they're aspects of your personality what the ic is a total fabrication and it's been created um the way i describe it it's letting a stranger who's a psychopath into your house so the inner critic is mean there is nothing generative or creative or kind about it and it's usually um formed from years of either years or lifetimes of abuse or indoctrination or massive judgment um you know it can come from a, an abusive partner for example that just continually berates you and so when you're free of that whether you're free of that through death or free of that through leaving a partner or you know whatever it is um you will recreate the trauma because that's your new normal when you've been used to you know, it's like my, my sister who rescued a bunny, a laboratory bunny back in the days when that happened and because um, it was going to get killed and she brought it home and 
Um, this is before, you know, it was illegal. <laughs> and um, and she, we have, you know, beautiful country home uh, in, in Melbourne. And she let this, she opened up the door and this bunny just stayed in the cage. And she's like, what's going on? And she thought it might be fearful. So she just sort of sat there and, and it just didn't come out. And so then she thought, okay, let me just lift it out. You know, so a couple of paws are outside and nope, didn't move. And then she um, put it a bit further out. So all the paws, you know, were on the ground. No, it didn't move. And then it hit her that this bunny can't jump. It's been in such a small cage that even though now it's not in a cage, it doesn't know it can move around. It doesn't know it can um, walk or move beyond its cage. And, And we've heard different analogies of like, you know, elephants who have the tiny little wire when they're little holding them and then, mm. you know, when they're big, they mm. just realise that they can't move. You know, of course, it's a lie. So the mm. inner critic is a way that we t- we tether to it so we can never, ever be the greatness of who we be. And it's it's a horrible recreation of abuse that we perpetrate on ourselves. And another thing that it can be as well, and it's not and or or, um, if you're um, with someone with domestic violence, a lot of people will try to take the abuse out of their body or the meanness or the aggression or the anger and they'll they'll put it into their body. And so as a way for the body to cope with that level of intensity and anger, the inner critic will be created. So you end up having like a, a another abusive partner in your personality formed from you sucking all that energy into that if that makes sense because the brain is amazing how it copes with with trauma how it uh, just puts things in little boxes mm. Mm. so Gee, so yeah, with that's um yeah so that's why you know people often say that you know it happens it's like when you do choose <clears throat> say a partner um and then it's like well okay you recognize that but then you'll end up with a similar partner or a similar situation. But yeah. it, might, it might look different. Yeah, it's yeah. Dog, it's a slight dog. upgrade of the model, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, because yeah, it's your parts that are choosing the partner. And this is where I'm saying if you don't create your life, your parts will. And if your part yeah. goes, this is the only kind of guy or girl I can be with, well, that's what's going to happen because you're not creating and generating your life. Your parts are. Oh, Wow. I do actually get that because, and I think it happens more as we get older because our bodies become not quite, you know, you, it's what happens phys- physiologically. Um, but you do start to feel more vulnerable and you can then start to play small. And I realise that there's such a role for the elders in our community that aren't always valued um, yeah. And so it's important for those of us, you know, as we do for all of us, so hopefully we're all going to make it to, but, um, to, to old age, but we know that's not always possible. But there's always a role, isn't there, in that showing that what else is possible rather than going into that judgment of, oh, well, when you get old, you can't do A, B, C or whatever. Yeah, and, and of course that is thinking. So that is letting you know it's a part. And, um, and it's natural that you'll have parts that are, um, have been indoctrinated by society that says, you know, when you get a certain age, this is what happens. And so that part's just on autopilot. And again, it'll be creating your body and life. Because the thing about parts, they can actually dominate um, 
you know, organs, for example. And this is where, you know, when in a more dramatic sense, when the trauma is so bad that the disassociation becomes DID, you know, disassociative identity disorder. Let's get that one out of my mouth. Um, Mm. And that's that traditional sort of multiple personality situation where you can have, you know, one part that's got diabetes and another part that doesn't, or one part that's got, you know, a health issue and the other one doesn't. Um, one part has a, one set of you know eye color, and then another part comes in. It's a different eye color. These are all medically, you know, it's happening out there. Um, mm. So the, when you realize that, wow, these parts, these parts, we've put so much significance and power onto these parts to mm. create our life. And what if that's it's the opposite that's required? That we need to actually ask mm. those parts to step back because they're just creations of you know, um, people saying things or, you know, society, etc. cetera, um, mm. it's changeable. Like your personality is changeable. Anyone who's nice can become horrible. Yeah. Anyone who would never kill could kill, you know. So yeah. personality is not you. It's just a choice. And so when and, – and you Go. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say what you are saying before. It's very much around Dr. Bruce Lipton's work yeah. on the biology yeah, and beliefs. Yeah, he's amazing. So and he's an elder. Belief, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, what a wise man. Yeah. 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 yeah, so things you thought that were absolutely true were actually just a belief. And exactly. Yeah, and yeah. the only thing that's really true and real is your being. The thing that when you die doesn't that. Mm. That spacious, beautiful essence that you are that is in communion with all the elements and everything and has access to all possibilities However, we think that when we are born here, we have to come into this kind of finite world where it, polarity exists and the right and the wrong and the good and the bad and, you know, setting, setting uh, targets and, you know, all of this, well, setting more, more goals, I guess, than targets. But, you know, it's just, it's, you, you start to realise when you untether and unblend from this personality thing and, you know, a good way to do it is just to say, I have a part that's scared. I have a part that's upset. I have a part that doesn't like this person. I have a part that separates when this happens. And when you start to talk about it as a personality part versus this is who I am, you'll start to then have greater access to the being that you be when you acknowledge mm. that they're not you. They're just mm. choices you've made. Oh, yeah. And you can choose again. Oh. How, how simple and how fun. And you that? can choose again yeah, in 2022. <laughs> in fact, you can do it right now. But <laughs> well, And, you know, the other thing too that came up for me in the last few days was when you can see your children or grandchildren or people who are close to you suffering, mm. sometimes it's easy to buy into that and to wish you could do more for them or you could do whatever. Ooh, and then ooh. someone reminded me about... Um, I know you'll have a different view, uh, not a different view, but you'll have other words around this. But I just wanted to share this because it was, it has helped me as well um, in that you realise it's like when you are connected with somebody, whether it's your child or whatever, it's like there's a cord between you it's, that's invisible. But So when you can cut the cord very intentionally and then take the end of their cord and plug it into that universal energy, and then white light them or do whatever you do, but ground them, you know, down and just let, because every one of us is strong. We all have what we need in this lifetime. But I love that because then once you've done that, 
it's important to close off the cord that you've just cut from yourself and do the same with you. And then it actually frees you up from feeling like judging yourself that you're not being a good mother or grandmother or grandfather or whatever. Um, so, so what's your, your take on that, Grace? Um, I get what you're saying. Um, I guess how I would see it is um, when you acknowledge what's true for you and, and what – so in that situation it will be I have a part that is wanting to help my whatever family member. So if you acknowledge that you have a personality part that, that is buying into, you know, a good mum would do this or a bad mum wouldn't, you know, the right and the wrong and um, you've got a part that's worried for them or if you actually see it as a part, not not actually your beingness, mm. um, when you acknowledge that and then you actually ask the question on, you know, what what is it? Is there something I can create with that? Um, you know, it, am I required? Because it might be that there's something you can contribute or shift or change, um, you know, invite into their world. And so you do that then. Um, but mm. it's, but it, what happens is that you instantly, when you see someone suffering, especially someone that you, you love or a family member, what will happen is those parts get in the driver's seat. They go, oh, we need to do this and we need to do that. And, um, and you've lost your being. You, you've actually lost your awareness. You've lost what's possible in the situation with that, you know, that family member. And parts like to do significance. Part, parts like to do the right and the wrong way to to be. And and none of that's actually honouring of their choices and their awareness and what they're creating and generating. And so the kindest thing you can do is to ask your parts to step back and then ask, is there anything required for you to, you know, offer? Not from a place of parts, from just your awareness. And, um, and then just be in a place of allowance for them to choose whatever it is they're going to choose because um, ultimately mm, I love that. yeah it's it's an interesting thing because especially with with pa- parents you know you when, when they're little there's a different dynamic there you know you've got to step into more a more active um, role but at, but one of the things you know that I actually learned from access consciousness is the greatest protection you can give your kids is awareness because they're always gonna they're not going to be with you 24 7. And so if you give them that awareness of, oh, something feels off or whatever, then they're not going to find themselves in that situation where they're going to get abused or perpetrated on. Mm. So they're encouraged to basically listen to their gut in my world. Um, yeah, they're being. They're yeah. being. It's yeah. like, what is this? Mm. And, um, and be willing hey, to see wow. it all, the good, the bad and the ugly. Whereas for me, because I wasn't brought up that way, I wanted to see the good in everyone. So even when someone was abusive, I made allowances and um, and that's what allowed the abuse to continue. Whereas now what I'd do is I would recognise the beauty of them and I'd also recognise that the abuse isn't going to change and therefore I would leave. But you can't do that yeah. when you're you know, being hijacked by these personalities that say, oh, but, you know, the good was so good and maybe it can change and maybe they're just tired and... You know, this is where if you don't create your own life, your parts will and they'll <laughs> create you with a, a partner that maybe isn't <laughs> the, the greatest choice. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that well, that sort of takes me to the home play thing. So what can yeah. we do going into 2022 that is actually generative and creative? You know, we're in that place. Um, and 
one of the things that um, Beck, my daughter, reminded me of the other day about how she sort of thinks about, um, you know, about being conscious in making a routine, um, you know, just be, just being conscious of the routine because whatever, whoever you wake up, if you wake up thinking that, oh, hang on, what haven't I done today that I, well, what didn't I get done to, yesterday that I need to do today? And we're all into the list thing about, you know, what's still to do. Um, and, um, you know, and then we take that into that day about, oh, no, it's going to be hard before we even get dressed. We don't even <laughs> think about how do I want to dress today. So, and, and that would be um, a part. I have a part that doesn't want to get out of bed today. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. See, yes. Yeah, but well, you, you know, also said something about you know when I said making a yeah, a, a I was just routine. gonna yeah, 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 I was just gonna say that um, one of the things that works for me is it's super important to have an awareness of what you'd like to generate and create. You know, so if you're a list writer or a structure person, you know, and that works for you and it's generative, fantastic. And also, if the word routine doesn't have a heaviness or put you into judgment, great, use that word. However, for me, target is probably the word that I would choose now. And targets don't put you into judgments. Whereas if you sort of have, this is my routine, I get up at this time and, and I do this. And then, of course, if you don't get up at that time or if you don't do something on the, the list, it puts you into the, the wrongness of you. And also it puts you into the rightness of you if you do do it. And so anything that's polarity is keeping you in personality and rather than what's possible. So I would just say, what's your target? And if your target is to get up in the morning and have a shower and go shopping and you do that, great. But if you're target is, is get up in the morning and do shopping and you get up in the morning but before you get to go shopping something else happens that is so generative and creative that um, you know you just want to say yes to you can say yes to it because you're not wrong for not going shopping and you're not right for choosing the other thing it's just like I had a target to go shopping but this has actually shown up and this is this is matching the energy of the future I know is possible and uh, so I'm going to say yes to that Wow, it's such a good reminder about being present in every moment, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've got a friend who's a pilot and um, he keeps on saying to me, you know, and I love it, He just it, the amount of times that a aircraft is off target, well, actually, I don't have to tell you that because your beautiful husband <laughs> is, was a Navy pilot. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but, you know, they spend so much time correcting. And, and really, this is where we, again, our parts get in the way or our inner critic that goes, oh, God, you're hopeless, you're not even heading there, you know, you're useless or whatever it is. But really, um, a plane every 10 seconds is, well, it's less than that, actually. It's, it's literally every moment it's self-correcting and um, it gets mm. to its destination. And so it's okay to, you know, make mistakes. There's no such thing as mistakes. There's just... Uh, I chose this. What did it create? Hey, not my best choice. All right, choose again. And just it's mm. just this beautiful way of um, heading in the direction of your the future you know is possible, which is an energy, not an outcome. You know, because again, ah, if you yes. if your parts are choosing a future, it'll go. This is what my future looks like. Whereas if mm. you're generating, creating your future from an energetics, then you're always going to actually, um, you know, for me, it's like that deliciousness of the universe communing with you to, to get to where you know is possible. And mm, that's miraculous that, creation. Well, it is, you know, but often we're caught up in that thing about of judgment around what yeah. society thinks is, you know, the definition of success, etc. So when we can get out of that, it, 
you, you automatic you straight away feel the energy change, can't you? Yeah, because one's controlled, mm. one's controlled, mm. and one isn't. One is just free to actually express and and be everything and anything. Oh, well, that's exciting. It that is creates real possibilities for twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, and so I guess if you put it into it in a nutshell, like I loved your home play. Um, I uh, maybe just look at um, if you're thinking or doing logic. That's you creating with that, um, you know, thing around your leg holding you back. If you're creating from a spaciousness of what's possible and questions where you're free to be you, that's when you're really truly generating and creating your life. So just become aware of those two two energies. One is very controlled and um, structured and doesn't really have you, – you can always feel the air out – leave leave like you can't breathe there's there's not much air in this in the around you Mm. and um but whereas if you create from space and possibilities there's just this gratitude and this um ever expanding space oh that's beautiful well thank you grace thanks for being with me and having some fun with these and we look forward to chatting again in the new year yeah catch you guys next year and vic you're just the most beautiful gift in my life and thank you thank you for showing up. Um, You mentioned 15 years ago, I lose track of time. Um, But I'm just so grateful. And I just want to say to you guys listening in, if you haven't got truly dear, dear, dear friends that have your back, don't judge you and are a space of kindness and allow you to explore the universe, you know, so dynamically and beautifully without judgment. Ask they exist. I've had one for 15 years. I'm very, very lucky. Um, and I keep asking and more and more are showing up. So please do. Um, they exist and they're just such a gift when they show up. So thank you and happy new year to you, honey. Thanks, sweetheart. Okay. Bye everyone. Bye.